Are you looking for veteran resources and peer support? Objective Zero has an app for that. Download the Objective Zero app for free from the App Store or Google Play. Access wellness resources like yoga and a free year subscription to Headspace, the world's most popular meditation app. Check out veterans resources and access our nationwide network of peer support. Speak to fellow women veterans or someone in your field and branch of service. You get to choose who you want to chat with. Learn more at www.objectivezero.org. That's www.objectivezero.org. Have you pull-started your girlfriend's anal beads like a lawnmower? Yeah! Do you have sperm dripping from the wrong hole in your head? Mm. Screamed at for putting it in the wrong hole? Yeah! Maybe you need DV Radio sex ed classes. That's dvradio.net. The only place for the right way to have sex. This was just a parody ad and should not be taken seriously. DV Radio. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. So you've had cold water shot up your ass? You don't know nothing. You don't know living, buddy. After that phone call, I was just thinking you're a few fries short of a happy meal. You gotta stay in to get it in. You gotta pick a harder target. And she's back with food in her mouth. Hopefully that'll keep her busy. I really don't have anything. Look, how would you like to be related to some bona fide white people? Look, I dig it. All black people sound alike when they get excited. Shut up. <laughs> Family. I get it up faster than DV6 can. Then he lied to you. I thought it sucked. I pushed the button. You don't push the button. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, everybody, this is DVRadio.net, where we are the professional unprofessionals at being professional by being the No, this is the fucking news. You're tuned in to WDVR on DVRadio.net. That is how it is right here on WDVR, DVRadio.net. It's Bear Sock Live. It's October 23rd, twenty. 21 i'm bonerwood we have oink google and the man sitting by the fire drinking beer himself pts dog jj how's everyone doing this evening doing good doing good we're still on this side of the dirt so we're good (laughs) (laughs) for now (laughs) just until tomorrow probably giving fucking tricare's fucking response uh just uh <laughs> Jesus Christ. Really quick for those that were listening but weren't in chat room, we did have to restart the server because there was a huge update and it was gonna be forced on us anyway. So we went ahead and done that and got that out of the way. Uh hopefully you're able to listen to us tonight. Uh with that, you know, going on and whatnot. Why did you play the sex ad, Bo, before the show? Because Skaz said he liked hearing JJ talk about sex ad ed classes. So, oh shit! I just seen the fucking uh, message from War Dog saying he was home. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, there you go. Oh my God! I hope he gets the invite. I'm sorry, I forgot to check Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Well, I to- you know. Totally forgot that he slipped in my DMs. Anyway, um Oink, uh, that's what she said. Oink, uh, if anyway. you want to if you want to send him the invite uh URL, uh you can cuz I don't I don't see him online and I sent him an invite, so. Um, so yeah, so, uh, Sergeant Wardog is going to be joining us. That's fucking great because I <laughs> fucking fucked that up. I'm sorry. That's all on me tonight. I didn't 
check my DMs. Sorry. Uh, so anyway, a lot of shit going on this week. Let me tell you. I mean, not just our personal lives, but the news has been great. You got dumb fucks shooting guns that are against guns, killing people when they go and kill people. <laughs> then you got, then you got Disney's latest animatronic president. Like it's it's great. Like I, I I'm really loving this week's fucking news. You got any stupid news that we're gonna have tonight, there, Google? Oh yeah, it's we got plenty stupid. of it. I swear it's to God, stupid. Every single thing in the news right now is fucking stupid. I, I swear to God, like this morning I was on Twitter and I wasn't up long. Um, I think I just answered one of Oink's messages and uh, I started scrolling through Twitter. And as soon as I started scrolling through Twitter, I started being the douchebag to call out the assholes. And let me tell you, it was great. Then I was like, I need to stop internetting because if I keep going, you're not going to have Bo tonight. <laughs> 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 So yeah, that that was that was a fun morning. Anyway, what were we doing before the show there, Google? You want to explain that to everybody? Because they, they got the ass into that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's this there's a bunch of stuff that the farm needs um, in order to get our projects completed. And so Home Depot has this great new feature called lists. I don't know. I haven't seen it before, but that's not the point. <laughs> so I can create a list and I can share the list, but only to an email recipient. And then, so I tried it with Bo and the first item Bo clicked on, it said that he couldn't see it. It said, we apologize, but we are currently experiencing technical difficulties. It said that for every single item. There are only four on the list. I don't know how hard it is to get four fucking items. So I can make a list on Home Depot. I can share the list, but only if you're an email and then it tells you what the items on the list are. Yeah, so what we I might- tried doing the list through the Amazon wish list thing, but that didn't work out so well because BTS dog, he was like, and- everything I click on yeah. sends me to paper towels. Yeah, and <laughs> bouncy, so, bouncy so, paper towels. So we were discussing it during uh, the pre-show briefly. We're either going to find what the total cost is going to cost us and just raise that money, or we will get those that are interested in helping us and send you the email so you can buy it directly from the list or we might do it together and and raise funds as well as do the list and send it to you as well. That way, if something's missed, we can go ahead and buy it and then put the rest towards the farm, of course. Um, If not, we don't know what the fuck we're going to do because we need this shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's being, it's just a fucking pain in my ass right now. Oh, it don't suck. It's a piece of shit. People say DD Radio's website gives them cancer. Go to fucking Home Depot and try to fucking navigate that bitch. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> Holy crap. Like, their facts well, and help center page isn't a facts and help center. You can't search shit. They give you asinine shit that isn't answering your fucking question. But you can't ask them a you question. Know, you know, um, Home Depot, like the store itself is geared towards women. No That's comment. the layout of the store. No That's comment. the layout of the store. They did this. So I, 
Exactly. Okay. I was trying so to figure me. out why the store is all fucked up because I'm like, I can't even find anything in here. <laughs> wait, wait, Google, is there something you haven't told us? <laughs> what? You said it was geared towards women. You said that you walked in and it was all fucked up. Fucked You're up. wondering why. So, <laughs> so, so is there something you need no. to come clean with? just came out. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'll rephrase that. It's geared towards idiot women. You know, the ones that can't drive. Those women. I've, I've got a feeling what you're trying to say is it's geared towards mall women. And by mall women, I mean people that go shopping every fucking day and spend their money because they see something red and flashy. It's geared right, towards like, back A's. Back A's. It's, so, it's so retarded. Like, oh my God, Clay was over there by this plumbing where, thing. Where is, the, where is the pumpkin spice ant spray? In the front, because where's, that's what people want. Where's the meatballs? I want some meatballs while I shop. Bitch, this ain't Ikea. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. Actually, the, out west, they, they don't do it here, but out west, Every Home Depot and every Lowe's has a hot dog cart out front. Some of the best freaking hot dogs you've ever had are from the dude in the Home Depot parking lot. And just to be clear, we're not Ooh, downing. There's a hot dog. There's a hot dog vendor vendor out here. Well, it's not like a little hot dog cart. It's a um, Butch McCall. My fucking Food god. Truck. There you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought I was oh bad. God. What the fuck do you call it? <laughs> Calm down. It's it's a terminology. It's it's not a way of life. President there. Biden, we don't have words very well. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Google. Fucking Google earlier. She, we, we all get in here earlier and I'm and I'm fucking stuttering up the goddamn fucking New England. And fucking she goes, Are you related to Joe Biden? And I'm like uh, pretty sure Ancestry.com said that was a big no. She was like, she's like, but she said it's hard to string words together. I said string words together, not make them coherent. <laughs> I was saying words and I said no, words are hard. Word. Yeah, I said what, words what are I hard. Like is, uh, what I like is everybody's asking what he's doing with his hands during the, the, the town hall <laughs> when he looks like Cornholio. It's really oh fucking God. obvious. He just didn't have enough fiber, so he was working it out. Dude, I, I seen that shit, and I thought it was like some well, Photoshop shit at first, and then I actually seen the video, and I was like, He actually shit well, himself well, on live TV. Well, well, and then then at the end of the question, when he finally, like, snaps out of it or whatever, <laughs> he, like, for, he forgets what he's saying. Yeah, he goes, what am I saying? He's he right, goes, and he's like, what, what am I, I doing about? here? Yeah. Yeah, and you're Anderson, the fucking president. And Anderson Cooper <laughs> saved his fucking life by going. You were talking about then whatever the fuck it was, and I'm like, Jesus yeah, fucking like, Christ! Oh my god, <laughs> that's what I said too. Somebody he shared. He couldn't even hear the the voice in his earbud. So yeah, somebody shared that picture, and they said, "What the fuck is he doing?" And I retweeted it. And, and I retweeted it and said, "Am I the only one that can see the podium?" <laughs> 
Oh, man. Because it looks like he's sending at a fucking podium. Honestly, honestly, Bo, now that you say that, when I was watching the video, I was like, where's the podium? Yeah, yeah. I've done the same thing. (laughs) When I first. Like, it's the imaginary podium, everyone. The, The first thing that came to mind when I first seen the first image, I was like, where did they take and put the podium? Like, <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I I don't know what was happening. I I don't know. Well, don't I, don't don't worry. He's been to the border many times, even though there is no record of him ever going to the border. During during his presidency, does not count as having visited the border. Yeah. Well, no, he landed in El Paso and took a bus from El Paso to New Mexico for a campaign event in 2008. Yeah. So he drove. They they have airports in New Mexico. (laughs) Well. I, I was going to retweet that and say... And he's got no time to go there anyway. And I, and I was going to ask... I was going to ask Saki. I don't know how to say her name. I guess it's Saki. Saki. Uh, yeah. Okay. The P is silent. Peppermint Patty. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't want none of that, Saki. That that would leave a bad taste in your mouth. Oh, Any, anyway. anyway Saki bomb on that shit. I was going to retweet That's that and ask you. her... I was going to retweet that and ask her if I could run for mayor of Mississippi since I was there in 2008 for training to Iraq. Because I was Greg, in 2008. Greg Gutfeld Greg on, on the border thing, yeah. he was like, well, that's like me saying that I visited a turkey because that's where I had a layover. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, I visited Cuba because I had a layover at Gitmo. <laughs> hey, I've been to Scotland and Germany and both times was going to Kuwait to get to Iraq. So I was like, I bet that was pretty. And I'm like, yeah, the, the inside of an airport is very nice in Germany and Ireland. Very nice. Let me tell you. I mean, I mean, actually, you know how many states I've driven through? I didn't actually stop other act- than to use the bathroom. Actually, stop. I was not visiting a state. Talking about nice airports, the Irish uh, airport we stopped at. I don't know which one it was, but the one we stopped at was fucking immaculate. It was like some top-notch shit. Like, everything was granite and marble and black, and it looked like you were in first-class gold membership-only area. Like, I didn't want to, like, look at anything or it would break. That's where I got my (laughs) $6. Look, look, this is where I got the absolute best Coca-Cola in my entire life. It was 16 ounces and $6, and let me tell you, that was the absolute best tasting Coke in my entire life. I'm just putting that out there. (laughs) You were saying it was well worth it. No, it was oh, six man. fucking dollars, Google. Of course it was going to be the absolute best cold-ass Coca-Cola for 16 ounces. I paid five bucks for a 12-ounce can in Chicago, when, if that means anything. When, when the guy told me the total, I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> like, I could not believe oh, the man. fucking exchange then. And that was in 08. So that was... That was the start of the whole, um, what was it? When everything crashed, the fucking housing the market, market, the housing market and all went down. What was that? Uh, 
The recession. The, the recession. The housing bubble. Yeah, yeah the, the whole recession. That's when that started. So the exchange was fucked up, let me tell you. <laughs> 16 ounce, $6 Coca-Cola. Don't you know that lasted me for a good two hours? <laughs> shit. I, I acted Damn. like that shit was like 200-year-old scotch. Like, <laughs> I did. The, the fucking stewardess comes by. She she asked me if I wanted anything. I was like, nope. <laughs> I started drinking more of my <laughs> Like, I was not letting that fucking go. I'm all set. Thanks. I could not get over that. Oh, I was man. like, damn. But Sergeant Wardog's <laughs> finally in here. How you doing, brother? Oh, I just broke out of the rubber room, dog. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Did it smack that? I'm straight out of the straight jacket tonight, homie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how y'all doing tonight, though, man? I miss you. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What's up? Oh, my goodness. We, we go for him. To, all right, now everybody, calm down. What, what's up? Like, what the fuck just happened? Oh, uh, you know, sometimes the acid kicks in and then it falls out, and then you know you're on this roller coaster ride, always trying to get back to that feeling, bro. I'm that not joking. You felt while you were in the straitjacket. That actually reminded feeling. me of my grandpa. Like you'd be sitting there and it'd be dead silence, and out of nowhere he'd go, "Come back." And you'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, like it was great. The way he said it was great because he had this gravelly voice. But when he'd done it, it would be silence. Like, nobody would be expecting it. And he'd just go back to smoking a cigarette and sitting there like he was the fucking two hours prior. And it was like, holy shit. Like, that just fucking happened. Like, <laughs> That's pretty good. But nah. You, you, I want to ask you how your last three weeks have been because we've been trying to ask you for the last three weeks how your week's been. Oh, <laughs> man. Matter of fact, okay, I'm going to be real with you about last week, man, because it was a fucking struggle, bro. Oh All right. I sort of kind of forgot we were going on air, right? <laughs> so I happened to take an ambient. To you know, pass out for the night. So somewhere between when we went on air and when I woke up and wiped the slobber off my face, um, he pulled an I missed a lot of shit, dog. I missed a lot of shit, baby. Hey, don't worry, brother. At least you weren't caught snoring on air like me. So you know, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> you Buddy, I was close snoring Dude. like a mad dog. Google's in the middle of her news, and I'm fucking snoring on air. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so I, funny. I did the same thing. I took some fucking cold medicine because I was feeling like shit. Took it right before, and I drank a beer with it. Yeah, boy, it did me good. That yeah, was about, funny. About five minutes after I took the ambient, I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna get through the show. And sure enough, man, it, yeah, it, it was a struggle, man. I'm sorry. And then even when I woke up, I was like, well, yeah, man, I'm still driving. Fuck, bro, I got, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm here, but I, I'm sorry. I got it. I got to go. I'm not even, I'm not even 
right right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's that straight jacket feeling, goddamn. <laughs> that is great. That's awesome. That's fucking hilarious. Like <laughs> War Dog. War Dog, how's deer season looking for you this year? Oh, has I haven't been um I haven't been hunting, man. What? I haven't, uh, I haven't even been off grid since March. Yeah. Damn. Since March, man. I just Jeez. been kind of doing the uh doing the you know the dad thing, picking up the kids, you know, at school while the wife while until the wife gets off and then taking them to cheerleading and all that kind of stuff. Um and yeah, uh weekends I just haven't really had the urge to get out there much. Oh man. I feel you. Well, how did the fishing trip go? We didn't really get to talk to you much that day, night. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. So no, I don't don't okay. apologize, man. <laughs> I attempted to tune in, right? And we were connected. But um I was around a lot of drunk Jack Daniels infested Marines at the time. And I couldn't get anybody to let me go somewhere where they shut the fuck up. And give me a little bit of quiet time, quiet space. I won't. So, go ahead. After, uh, oh yeah, I'm sorry about that. After no, being no, no. challenged to, uh, you know, a few shots of a few different fucking liquors and Jaeger and all that <laughs> other shit there. Um, yeah, again, I woke up the next morning with that straight jacket feeling. <laughs> but, um, yeah, eventually it wore off and uh yeah, babe, but the trip was great, man. No bullshit. Um if you yeah, didn't catch uh, a fish, at least you caught a buzz, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It took me a while to catch on to the fly fishing, I won't lie to you. Um we were out in uh the Madison River uh in Montana, which is up uh not far from Yellowstone National Park. Um the first day, like I said, it was fly fishing. The second and third day we did walk through Yellowstone National and uh you know, get nice. to check out the national geysers and everything like that. It's amazing to me. Um, That's Wait, you walked through God's the park? Country. Yeah, yeah. We drove. That is uh, God's country I mean, up yeah, there. Yeah, we drove for, you know, to get in and whatnot. Then we went, okay. uh, whenever we found the certain, <laughs> cool. you know, trails or whatnot we wanted to go to. Uh, yeah, we jumped in. You no, don't I'm understand. Sorry, no, right, sorry, we're dog. No, you don't understand. She thought you walked to the park, then walked the park. <laughs> oh, no, like that's, oh. <laughs> that's how you made it sound. Oh. I'm like, that's a big ass park. Like, I've been there. <laughs> like, I remember driving everywhere to, to get out and see things. We're dogs like, I might try to pet the buffalo, and we're all right, you know. Oh, <laughs> Word I was like, I might be a Marine, but I ain't fucking retarded. And <laughs> hey, with all my hiking and humping and carrying all that heavy ass shit. Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. Even the walking. And I won't lie to you. I almost kind of got into a little bit of an argument over that part. Because I was like, okay, what the fuck? This is a vacation, right? And we're all, you know, gathering together. I had a couple back surgeries. I don't want to, you know, come to see you guys and enjoy this, but be fucking hurting because we're walking 12 miles. So I had to tell my platoon commander. My platoon commander, six foot five. I'm five foot eight. Like, sir, the same way we went through three tours in Iraq and I had to hike behind you, 
Right now, it's even worse with the fucking screws in the back. And I'm fucking pissed because you're killing my vacation right now. And the other guys looked at me. They said, you know what? Hell yeah. This is vacation. Okay. It, was a, it was one of the few times we were allowed to have mutiny. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Well, see, a lot of people don't understand. And, and I want to explain for uh, our listeners that um, our complete civilians and, and don't really know much about how the military works when marching and all that. But if you notice at any ceremony or while marching or running in a group or anything like that, you always had the smallest to tallest. And the reason being is because the smallest sets the pace, no matter what smallest sets the pace. And if you've got a six foot eight guy setting the pace that five foot two Ooh. person is going to have to take about 68 <laughs> steps to catch up to that one fucking step of that six foot eight person. So it's yeah. completely reversed uh, in the military. That's why you always see shortest to tallest. I said smallest and people, everybody like, <laughs> what do you mean smallest? No, shortest to tallest is what I meant. So that I, I just want to clear that up. So your, your, your platoon song fucked it all up for you. That's what you're telling me, Sergeant Wardog. <laughs> you got them right. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm checking out nah, the man. chats over here. Holy shit. I didn't know I was that bad in the past. I got to start getting more energetic. I didn't know the acid effect was that fucking crucial. <laughs> yeah, let me speed up things from now on. Okay, good morning. This is the Sergeant Wardog from now on. We'll speak perfection and we'll be loud and energetic and we'll get this shit happening, baby. Because I'm back and I missed you, motherfucker. <laughs> oh Look, my god. I, I know I know Washington is holding out on whatever they're giving everybody, you know, in, in the office and all, but what the fuck have you been on this week? Because I want some <laughs> right now. I need that shit. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Oh, not man, not JJ. You got to do the little laugh. You got to be like, cocaine is a hell of a drug. I I did that. (laughs) Cocaine is a hell of a drug. (laughs) That is probably the absolute best clip in all of fucking interview history. Like the man is literally sitting there telling you that cocaine is bad for you. And then in the next sentence, it's a hell of a drug. Let me tell you, man. (laughs) I'm Rick James, bitch. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I don't think people realize that was an actual story. Like that shit actually happened. People do not realize that it was on Chappelle's show and they made a skit of it. Right. But people thought it was just a skit. And then Eddie Murphy is found talking about this a few years earlier before the whole Chappelle skit happened. And I'm like, it was real right there. It is. (laughs) You got Charlie Murphy's brother talking about it. Um, so (laughs) fuck your couch. (laughs) I better not go too far. I'll I'll, I'll do the whole skit and I don't want to get in trouble. (laughs) That is plagiarizing. Well, oh, not I'm only sorry. that, no, what, what? No, no, go ahead. I was just going to mention the serious part about the trip. That's all. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was actually getting ready to ask you, um, what did you take away from it and, and how did it help you or, or anybody else that was with you? 
uh, this uh, nonprofit that was running this happened to be called uh, Bar the Bar uh, the Bar X Project, which is uh, the Bar X Project dot org. Uh, I'll add it to the uh, to the chat here. Um, this group was run by two phenomenal gentlemen. Uh, one happened to be a former uh, Vietnam vet. The other uh, is just a gentleman who owned a ranch and really wanted to uh, help out uh, service members in any way possible. So he specifically went to uh, my uh, Marine platoon commander who lives in D.C. while they live in uh, Montana. Uh, they asked if you could find, you know, Marines that have been in similar units and whatnot and uh, help them to, you know, bond and to reintegrate themselves uh, into society and amongst each other. And uh, that's basically what we had there. Yeah, we, uh, like I said, there was a fly fishing, there's Yellowstone, but then uh, each night um, <clears throat> we would uh, we'd have intense discussions about, you know, PTSD, uh, parenthood, uh, things we've all experienced because we hadn't seen each other in 15 years. So right. things we hadn't, uh, we'd all experienced since uh, going over together three times. Uh, and then uh, I was also happy that we did even uh, end with some uh, financial literacy notes. So they gave us a, a book uh, called uh, The Millionaire Next Door. And they also gave us uh, for PTSD reading a book called uh, Tribe. Okay. Are these uh, the books that you just mentioned? Are those books available if people would like to check them out? You know, on Amazon or wherever. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'll um, let me find them on Amazon. And I'll post them in the chat. I'll yeah, take your time. That's that's wonderful. So, you went with guys that you actually served with on this, right? Uh, apparently, the last like five years, my platoon commander's been taking out different guys from the unit, and uh, this is the first time he did. Uh, our actual platoon, you know, he did the other, um, the other, you know, parts of the company these last few years. But so, uh, once he hit me up, um, and told us about the opportunity, man, I, um, I couldn't ask for more. I couldn't pass it up, you know? No, I don't blame you. I mean, he left you out of all these frat parties all this time. You had to get in on smack. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm glad you got to not only, refresh your mental capacity but spend some time with some fellow soldiers and and reminisce i'm sure on on the fun times and and just have that camaraderie again because i I know that's something that's one of the main reasons and we've talked about this at length uh before and i think it's something else that we need to get back into uh in in another show but uh, one of the biggest things of depression bouts with soldiers after that six month hump uh, is usually the camaraderie that they're missing and they don't have that because how many of your soldiers or, or leaders called you, you know, three or six months later or a year later. Um, and, and it's just like growing up, you know, we lose contact and it's not really because we want to lose contact. It just happens. And some do want to, you know, <laughs> lose our numbers. Um, but I, I think that's one thing that really needs to be addressed on a more, not really personable level, but in a, in a way that helps the individual soldier that needs that camaraderie. You know what I mean? Definitely. But Hey, I wouldn't be a real Marine. If I ask you, please stop calling me a soldier. 
Normally, it's civilians. I won't. I won't get into that. Hi, Marie, us, look at here. Amongst <laughs> us, amongst us veterans. Shut yes. the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and there comes Google with the comeback. <laughs> oh, who makes this whole show worthwhile? <laughs> Sergeant Wardog comes up the center, and there comes Google with the comeback and knocks him down on his ass. <laughs> No, actually, as a matter of fact, when I first came on, around on the show, the crayon eating is really what I like. That's what had me hope and let me know this oh, brother, is where I want to be. That's, that's not going anywhere. Trust me. Trust me. There's going to be that moment. There's going to be a real crayon eating moment that you have, and we're not going to let you live it down like ever. So give it time. It'll happen. We'll refer to you as a crown eater still, but there's going to be a crown eating moment that just solidifies that nickname. And we're going to be like, I told you. <laughs> well, I mean, shit, worse than my acid trips on here. <laughs> and you hear everyone saying I've been like freaking be talking slow and then reverse and shit. I mean, like, so, I got to so, pick it up, man. So I mean, even with my Southern accent, I got to like, you know, properly enunciate can, more. Can you imagine just though? Pick up the speed naturally. Like, man. I'm just, yeah, let's go. Even if I can't even get the sentence right, it's just, let's keep going. Let's rolling. Let's rolling. I'm alive. I'm rolling. This is start war dog. I'm here. Yes, I'm normal. But then the acid kicks in and I get back to yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if Prince had been like a hardcore southerner? Like I imagine that's what he would have sounded like. You know what I mean? Cuz he was really subtle when he had his interviews and was talking. Like if you could imagine him from the south with a thick accent. I have a feeling he would sound Damn near identical to your acid tripping voice. Bob <laughs> <laughs> can't ask him. Because right, he was really soft spoken. So just think about that a minute. Like <laughs> you'll never be able to unthink that. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah. Um. I don't want to talk racism, but Morgan Freeman. Oh my God. I love this man. So I I don't know if this is a new one or not, or what's going on. Um, it looks like one I've seen years ago, but he's having a, a, a interview on something. And I guess the interviewer talk, starts talking racism, right? And he says, well, I'm Jewish. And Morgan Freeman goes, okay, when's Jewish History Month, right? And he goes, there isn't one. And Morgan Freeman says, do you want one? And he goes, no. And he said, I don't want a Black History Month. And I'm like, whoa, right? Like, at first, at first, at first I'm like, whoa. That, that Yeah, I'm like, that escalated quickly. And then he goes, black history is American history. There's no white history month. The only way to end racism is to stop talking about it. And I'm like, how is this not like trending? And he's not like a spokesperson for somebody. Like, this is why he doesn't get some of the jobs that people think he would be right for. Because he goes against the whole Hollywood grind and all. Like, 
he knows there's a certain racism. And I think we all know there's a certain amount of racism. There's always going to be because there's bad people. But the way we talk about it, and I don't want to say glorify it, but there's no other term I can think of right now. But I don't see that happening when I went to Mount Airy or, you know, Dobson or Elkin or Galax. Like, I don't see people rioting in the streets because there's a Confederate soldier statue or, you know, somebody looked at them wrong. Like, I know that happened back in the early 90s and, and back, like, every day, like, down near every fucking day because... I'm in the South, <laughs> you know, right. you, you couldn't, you couldn't not see it, but I feel like today we have went so far and, and, and grown as a species to the point that we have nothing to blame anything on. So we have to revert back to the most egregious appalling thing that's in recent memory which is racism am i wrong to 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 speculate that and, I, and i'm glad you're here sergeant war dog because if you don't mind i'd like your take and spin on it but am i wrong for thinking that anybody no not to me bro <clears throat> no hey speaking of which i'm sorry as soon as you mentioned the name morgan freeman i started picturing him as god and bruce almighty yes. and <laughs> I'm so fucking serious. The early 2000s, just like crossed my mind, like, oh shit, we're talking about God? I'm, oh, not that God, yeah. but okay. all right. All right well, all right. the reason I'm glad you and Google and JJ are, are in here tonight is because JJ's part Mexican, right? Net Mescalero Apache and, and Hispanic, yes. Okay. And then Sergeant Word August Black, and then Google. What? Google, <laughs> Google, oh, person of color, excuse me. And Google, <laughs> Google is a foreigner. So, and Skippy. Right. So, first off, when it talk when we when we talk racism, nine times out of ten, it's white versus anybody else, right? Or vice versa, anybody else versus white. So, am I wrong in thinking that we've come so far? as growing as a populace, as growing as a human race, as growing as a species, that we can't blame anything as far as who's really to blame. So we've got to go and say, okay, well, the most recent thing in history is racism, so that's got to be the cause. I, um, I, I know it? that there will always be certain Mm -hmm. you know, mindsets or uh, yep. prejudices that will always be present. So we all know yes. we, uh, you know, we can't change that whatever uh, small percentage that will never, you know. Uh, right. Um, there will always uh, be bad people guns. and there will always be racism on some level, no matter what we do. But I am a lot uh, in 2021. I am happy that the majority right. uh, or of us of the world of Americans, of veterans, have become more open-minded toward, uh, you know, in terms of uh, race, gender equality, you know, a, mm -hmm. a number of issues, man. Right. Okay. What about you, JJ? I, well, first of all, uh, I agree with War Dog. Um, I don't believe that racism is 
uh, anything but taught. Mm-hmm. Racism is not inherent. It's not inevitable. It is taught. And the root of racism is ignorance. Mm-hmm. And in this day and age, we have so much information available so freely and so easily that there is no longer an excuse for ignorance. Mm-hmm. So the people who cling to racism are literally finding reasons to be ignorant. And, and there's, there is no reason. It's, it's inexcusable. That's, that's the small mindedness on the, on the part of those people. Um, but, uh, you know, I was not raised as Mexican or raised as Mescalero or raised as white. You can't be more of an American than I am. I'm a direct descendant of William Hooper, who signed the Declaration of Independence as the representative for the the, uh, territory of North Carolina or the uh, colony of North Carolina. And I'm a descendant of the Mescalero Apache tribe. You you literally cannot be more American. Mm -hmm. I'm both native and invader. Um, And I'm (laughs) proud of all that heritage. And I I don't regret I don't resent. I don't apologize. I am an American. Right. And there's no reason for anybody in this country not to say the same thing. Immigrants, there's no reason. There is no reason for anybody who is not a citizen of the United States of America, however they became one, to say the same thing. And so, uh, I, I, you know, Joe Rogan's quote, which wasn't very long ago, comes to mind. Hard times create good men. Good men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. Mm-hmm. We got after after the greatest generation, our grandparents, then our parents, the boomers, uh, and then into our generation, most of us Gen X, um, we we got the tail end of the hard times and the beginning of the good times and by the time i was raising children it was too i was raising them to the good times mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that it wasn't wrong none of it none of that was wrong uh so they got good times and they started needing human beings need strife Right. We need struggle. If you we if you get complacent and bored, then you find something to do. Yeah. Those of us who were raised with a work ethic find something we make we work. Right. Whatever it is. Right. Well, our kids didn't have to work. We did everything we could to make sure they didn't have to work, and this is the result. Yep. It's, it's come full circle to the point where – and the, the only difference is it took uh, several thousand years for it to happen, it's, say, in Rome. It's taken several hundred years for it to happen in the United States, and more recently, it's only taken about 50 years since the end of World War II. It's only taken about 50 years for the nation to, to degrade to the point because it, things got so easy that everybody got bored – so they began to f- try and find reasons to be victims. Now, I am, n- I am in no way minimizing the struggle of people like our Dr. Martin Luther King, Malcolm right. X, you know, the civil rights movement. I am not minimizing that in any way. That was part of those hard men mm-hmm. dealing with hard times to build good times. But nobody in the United States 
alive today, including those octogenarians, <laughs> nobody is – well, some of the octogenarians – probably experienced the tail end of the civil, you know, of racism. They were alive during the civil rights movement, but they did not in any way, by any way, means shape or form experience the same kind of thing that their counterparts 200 years ago in the United States experienced. Right. They, they don't, they weren't slaves. They weren't chattel. They weren't killed wantonly for no reason other than they're just, you know, they're just, they're, they're animals. None of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I and, think, and regardless, you know, it, it, it's it's because the nation, because things got too easy, so there was no real reason to strive. So we had to invent as a society a reason to struggle. Right. So we're going to bring it all back up and make it all terrible again, so that we have a reason to exist, and and that's human nature. Doesn't make it right, but it doesn't make it wrong either. It's just how people are. Right. Yeah. And I think my favorite argument that I've seen from people who use racism as an excuse or racism as a justification on any level is white is not a culture. And I'm going to tell you right now if white isn't a culture, I couldn't trace my heritage all the way back to Scotland and Africa and Ireland. Black and I mean, is not a culture. Brown right. is not a culture. Red right. is not a culture. It, Those are just physical conditions exactly. outwardly expressed of genetics. They're exactly. not cultures. Exactly. You know, none of it's culture. It's ridiculous to make it all. The, yeah. I mean, it's literally, well, we don't have anything else to complain about, so we have to figure out what to complain about. Racism. Yep. And you know? that's exactly where that's I was going that's... with that. Yeah. I mean, I can only trace my heritage back to like the 1100s when the wood name started being used, right? But after that, I know exactly where the wood name comes from. Sir Andrew Wood of Largo, he was literally the admiral for the king of Scotland and served 27 years. They gave him his own naval ship and a huge piece of land with a huge goddamn castle on it. And he was helping the the less fortunate, i.e. slaves. <laughs> and he was a white man. Like, my entire family up until, I guess, my father and uncle were in every major war that you could possibly imagine around the globe, not just America <laughs> because, because it started in Scotland. Right. And, uh-huh. and then we've done the whole DNA testing thing and I've shown you JJ and I've shown, I actually had it on my personal page there for a while. Like my DNA literally goes to like one to 2% African. And everybody's like, you don't look African. And I'm like, I don't look native American either, but I've got it. Like it's not what you look like. And that's, I think that's the problem that we have in 2021. As soon as you see somebody, you automatically know who they are based on the color of their skin. And I'm like, this, this, this isn't how racism works. That's not racism. Like, I mean, and the thing that kills me about these the, the, these people who are struggling, we're fighting the fight, we're struggling, we're, and racism is bad, mm-hmm. is they only want to choose 
the historical facts that fit their narrative. narrative. Yep. Well, here's a fact. The first slave owner in the United States was black. Yep. (laughs) That's a fact. That is a historical fact. More black people own slaves in the United States than white people. Yep. Fact. Uh, The Dutch did not capture slaves. Other tribes in Africa who were black captured rival tribes who were black and enslaved them and sold them to the Dutch. So if you want to go around hating people for racism, you better look in the fucking mirror. (laughs) Well, that's what kills me too. Well, that's what kills me too. I think what people fail to recognize is slavery was not a word. Slave was not even a word in European culture until they visited Africa. They, they used slaves. All of them were white, but they, they didn't know what slave was. They didn't see what they were doing as slavery because 99% of them were imprisoned, poor people who couldn't pay off their debt. Well, (laughs) yeah, I was about to, yeah, I was about to say more Irish were imported to the United States as indentured servants to work off debts, slaves, (laughs) and they were treated worse than the black slaves were. I think it was Irish. no value. It was Irish and Spaniards. Black slaves were sold and traded. Yeah. Yeah, The Irish had no value. Yeah. And and we're not. They literally were worthless. And we're not negating any slavery whatsoever. I mean, slavery is still prominent today. I mean, look at sex trafficking and human trafficking. It's still prominent today, even in our own fucking country. Like, it's it's not gone. And it's all wrong and it's all horrible. I'm not condoning anything. Exactly. I'm saying. If you're gonna if you're gonna use it as an excuse to be a shitty person, use all of it. Yeah, yeah, and I and I really love the people. What was the black guy's name, JJ, that used to stand in the middle of High Point and wore the Confederate uniform? Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. He's still around. He still does it. Well, I didn't know if he was still doing it or not. Name, but I know who you're talking about. This this. I wish I could shake and hug this man and just sit down and pick his fucking brain for one day. Like when he was on the news, he's not wrong. You know what? Slavery was an issue. Yeah. Was part of why. Oh, we lost JJ. JJ, we lost you. JJ. Hey, Hey, papi, come back. Come back. (laughs) (laughs) we lost you there for a minute jj because of the juxtaposition of uh uh industrial versus agricultural jj uh, we lost you when you started saying racism and then that's when you cut out i said i think slavery is not the reason the civil war was fought that was one of the factors, but the reason was because it was really economic. It was industrialism versus uh, <clears throat> um, uh, the agrarian culture of the South. The yep. South was growing everything. The North had machines. The North wouldn't sell machines to the South and was taxing the South, mm-hmm. the import of cotton from the South to the North, taxing them egregiously the same way Great Britain was taxing the colonies – Okay, slavery ended up being a key issue, but it was not the reason the Civil War was fought. Right. There's the even Civil a War letter over taxes. 
There's even a letter to Abraham Lincoln that if he didn't free the slaves, the North would lose. That's why the Emancipation Proclamation came about. And nobody wants to like say, yeah, you're right. Abraham Lincoln only done it so they could win the war. And I'm not saying he shouldn't have done it at all. He should have done it way before then. But that's the only reason he actually done it. Because even in the North, the North Army had it in their bylaws that a black man could not join because he was dumb, idiotic, or not smart at all. That was their literal bylaws. Their literal fucking bylaws. Like... Not to not not to mention if slavery was the reason mm-hmm. that uh, the Civil War was fought, then why did black men join the uh, Confederate Army? Exactly, join voluntarily, not conscript, <laughs> conscripted. Joined. Actually, it you have to do some digging, and I cannot find it on my own because I was actually doing a research with somebody. But there is actual people that were in the North that migrated to the South and joined the Confederate army because they knew what was going on. They knew how they were, what JJ was talking about, basically lambasting the South with, okay, we're going to tax the fuck out of you on these machines. And and really, and really what the the taxation was the reason that they declared war and, and, and formed a Confederacy and seceded really what the issue was. And honestly, the United States lost the issue. Mm -hmm. The, Real root issue was federalism versus states' rights, individualism. Right. right. And when, and and as great of a president and and Abraham Lincoln, I think by far was the greatest president this nation has ever had. He set the nation on the path that led us to the shit show that we're in today. Yeah. Because what he did was pave the way for federalism mm-hmm. to uh, supersede individual states' sovereignty. And when you read the Constitution as it was in meant and intended, each state should have more power than the federal government. Yeah. And that got reversed at the end of the Civil War. Yeah. Um, Sergeant Wardog, do you want to chime in on anything that JJ and I have said about any of this? Please tell me you didn't leave. I know he's muted, but... <laughs> We probably put him in sleep. <laughs> probably. probably. No, no, no. God damn it. All right. I'm 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 working my way to the mute button, all right? No. <laughs> that was a long word. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, acid causes your arthritis to make you go real slow. <laughs> right. You know that? No, but uh I, I uh I like uh the points brought up by uh by both of you. Um I, I uh I really couldn't couldn't agree more. Um, personally, I try not to get into the uh, right racial issue too much because uh, you know ever since the day I signed the contract for the country, I started to see everyone as green as uh, as I was taught, mm-hmm. or you know that we were all of you know cut from the same cloth or whatnot. So uh, all equally worthless. Well, <laughs> can I ask you this, word dog, without getting personal? Did you see racism when you were serving? Like, did you see it? Obviously, we did. We didn't want to talk about it because we we all want to yeah. see each other as one. But did you see it yeah, within yeah. your ranks? Yeah, I and saw. All? It. I okay. saw. It. I've uh, I was called the N word before. Yeah. Right, and, and that's and that's 
one thing I don't think people understand. It happens, but it's not what it's blown up to be in media. It, you know, like it, it's not 1965. This isn't Vietnam. This isn't, you know. But shit, even in Vietnam in 1965, it didn't matter what color the skin yeah. of the guy next to you was when bullets were flying. But but exactly. my point but my point is in the barracks, you know, because when, yeah. when when okay, people but, see like cadence, cadence is a good uh, fucking example. When you see that, that is probably <laughs> one of the biggest racial moments in military movie history. But at the same time, yeah, yeah, they come together yeah, at the end, right? I mean, at the end of the day, you're either all human. Look at this is the way I look at it. This is the way I view it. At the end of the day, you figure out that you're all human beings. Yeah. And regardless of where you were raised, what your history was, what color your skin is, regardless, you can get along together. Yeah. And if you can't, then in my opinion, regardless of what your DNA is, you're not a member of the human race. Yeah. You're something else, but you're not a fucking person. Yeah. And that's I, I and I that is a solid line. That is a line. That's not a line in the sand. That is black and white. And you know, I think what I'm kind of racist. How you, regardless <laughs> of how you live your life, regardless of how you live your life, <laughs> if at some point you realize <laughs> color doesn't matter, yeah. Which hopefully you 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 know you just. I mean, I got raised. I didn't get raised racially. Yeah. I got exposed Morally. to the Hispanic culture. I got exposed <laughs> to Asian culture. I got exposed to just. American culture, white culture, whatever you want well, to call you know, it. I didn't get raised racially. I got raised as a human being. I think what I hate I didn't about racism until I got into high school. Another thing I hate about this racial movement, I guess you can call it if you can call it that. Um the people that say this and that is not heritage and you shouldn't be proud of this and that. And I'm gonna tell you right now. If it wasn't for what happened in the past, we wouldn't be sitting here in this group as black, white, Mexican, Native American. Fuck it. What, what are you again, Google? <laughs> British and Dutch. British and Dutch. We wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation. Am I proud of the bullshit that happened? No. Am I proud that people got slaughtered or beaten or, or enslaved? No. But what culminated out of that to bring us to where we're at, I'm fucking proud of it. Yes, I am. In that sense. And there's a difference. And yeah, I'm proud to own a lot of fucking memorabilia from, from the past. I have a shit ton of it. Let me tell you. Do I sit here and go, oh, better flag, woohoo? No. Do I think it's right that somebody can't fly one? No. Do I think it's right that we have the KKK? No. But there's a difference in all of that that nobody wants to actually see, you know? Hey, can I uh, can I chime in on that real quick? Please, please, I'm begging you, please. It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's, to me, it's one of the coolest uh, conundrums. Yeah. Um, when I am out and I'm off grid, I think I've told you guys before, um, I'm on about 13,000 acres and I'm usually the only black guy there. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I've been told by others, you know, hey, watch that area. That could be a KKK area or right. it's a real bad redneck area or something like that. But uh, I told the guy that told me that I was like, are you fucking crazy? I've been coming here for three years and everyone here, man, is cool as shit. Right. I mean, um, I get, I know a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, being, uh, being military, being a Marine and all, and you know, that the, the national, I'm sorry, the, uh, patriotism mm-hmm. that they already have and feel. And, uh, but I love the fact that like, while we're out there, Hey, well, yeah, we all know, yeah, we're we're off grid, lawless, uh, whatever, carrying weapons, this and the third, but never once has anyone ever come to me with anything racial, right? Uh, directly. I mean, they feed me, uh, we eat together, drink together, ride around in the same, you know, uh, four wheelers and all that, and um, and that that, like I said, amazes me that no matter what ha- is going on in the world, when I go off grid seventy miles from home regardless of who or what I'm around or what stereotypes say nothing's brought up there about, you know, politics or Trump or any weird comments. No, we just sit there and enjoy, you know, fucking the outdoors and each other. And I, I I totally love that. I love people who think and act in that way. So that it's not an issue. Even when it is. Let me ask. Racism exists in the United States. Racism is nowhere near prominent. Right. Even at the height well, of the KKK, racism was nowhere near prominent. Well, let me ask racism you this. Racism is an exception, not the rule. I want to ask Sergeant Wardog this because you were completely blindsided by this topic tonight. But have we, jokes aside, because we joke <laughs> harshly off air, jokes aside, have at any moment in any time with us, with any of the staff, has any of us been bigoted to you in any way, shape, or form whatsoever? Hell no, bro. It's been nothing but love and military <laughs> barracks talking around this motherfucker. And, and going back to what you were talking about, you know, being in, in on the 1,300 acres or whatever, I think that mentality is the majority. But enough people don't see it and they only see what's put in front of them on their fucking smartphone or YouTube, whatever, 24-7. It's like the whole Desert Storm thing. For I, I, I know for a fact, for weeks, that's all that anybody was showing was live footage from Desert Storm every day, 24-7. And I feel like we've went back to that. On the radio. Uh, yeah, <laughs> went back to that. Um, I don't want to say control mechanism because it's not really control, but it's more of a, if you see it, you're going to believe that it's always happening type of mentality. Know what I mean? Right, right, right. And that's that's why we have to appreciate those, you know, with open minds who can say, yes, even though I haven't been exposed to this or I don't see this, it is there, right? It is still out there. Right. And I mean, suicide's always going to be there. And we don't yep. want to stop it, but it's going to be there. We can we can lower it, but it's still going to be there. Mass shootings. We can't stop it, but it's always going to be there. Um, rape. We don't. We, we can't stop it, but it, it's always going to be there. Like, go ahead, Oink. Well, I was just going to say, you know, I, growing up in the you know the Midwest, you know, farming country, 
for the most part. I, I didn't experience racism of any sorts. And we actually had only one black kid in my entire class. And he and I were competing against one another all the time, you know, for mm-hmm. like running or whatever. Right. So I never really experienced it. It wasn't until I actually got stationed up here and was supervising a, uh, a black airman that was raised from Mississippi who was, you know, complaining about the KKK. I'm like, dude, there's no such thing as a KKK. We got rid of it. He actually, I mean, I mean, seriously, I know, he actually produced, he produced a flyer that was passed around in his hometown trying to get members to join the KKK Jesus. as of today, you know, as of, well, 10 years ago when I supervised the guy. Right. But, you know, like I said, I, I never experienced it. So I never saw it. And when he joined the military, the man next to you was your brother. Dude, right. give a fuck what kind of, you know, color of his skin or if he was gay or not. It didn't fucking mm. matter. Yeah. So when you're not exposed to that stuff, you don't, you don't, and I'm not saying you have blinders on, you don't see it, but you've never experienced it. Right. Well, you know what I'm saying? So to hear that come from War Dog and everybody else, you know, that's, that's, you know, been a part of this, it's actually eye opening mm-hmm. and, you know, and sheds some light to it. But like everybody's saying, I don't think it's as bad as everybody's putting it out to be. Well, I mean, if it was that bad, and I've talked about it, you know, briefly here on air in the past, if it was that bad in the middle of Mount Airy, when I was growing up, our next door neighbor was a black family and her name was Darlene. And let me tell you, the sweetest woman I've ever met, we hung out with her kids. Like she was our second mom. Like she was like, she would like, we didn't have to knock on her door. That's how familiar familiar we were as families. Like we would go in and she'd ask us if we wanted something to eat or drink. Like she was, she was great. And in the middle of North Carolina and Mount Airy at that time, if racism was that bad, I feel like it would have been really frowned upon if we were seen near her or vice versa. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I'm not saying it wasn't bad, but I don't feel that it was, and I, and I hate to, to even equate it to this, but I don't think it was Rodney King bad, right? Like that was racism. And I think we yeah. all fucking agree on that. Um, yeah, like, you know, Dr. Mayhem mentions in chat. He was a criminal. It was yeah. not a racist incident. I mean, you know, they made it about racism, but it was a criminal who was fighting the police yeah. and they beat him down. Did they overdo it? Absolutely. But it wasn't race-based. It was crime-based. And like Mayhem mentions in, in chat, you know, I've actually witnessed more racism overseas than in the U.S. Mm-hmm. I can second that. Yep. 100%. Fuck, go to Japan. Go Dude. to Japan where right? you are the minority, and they make sure you know it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, when I was in Cabo years ago, racism down there oh my god like holy shit i was in mexico and it was worse there than anywhere i'd ever been including iraq and kuwait and it was bad over there with you know the talents but but in mexico oh my god i didn't know racism could be that bad in mexico i honestly (laughs) legitimately never i mean you see like graffiti here in america but down there it was bad and i was in the good part of mexico (laughs) (laughs) if there is such a thing no i'm kidding (laughs) but yeah i I think we beat this dead horse far too (laughs) but yeah i mean i just i just wanted to touch on that and since sergeant war dog and jj was on i wanted to get your feedback on that um since we haven't touched on it yet 
Sure, pick on the brown men, racist yeah. bastards. Yeah. Damn skippy, <laughs> acid tripping assholes. Um, but uh, since we haven't hit it yet, and I don't know how much battery life JJ has, how was your week, brother? Man, I have been turning my ass off. I have uh, that hurt. Two very well. I didn't have much to begin with, so <laughs> I did two very very high end uh, art pieces. Uh, I turned two bowls to send to another artist who does fractal burning. That's going to be pretty Ooh. interesting. He's going to burn them and send them back to me um, to put finish on and stuff. Uh, I turned a matching but not identical set of uh, wine uh, glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, today that are just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I've just been uh, working my ass off in the shop and, uh, you know, I, you got solar panels for your chair, so I don't know if you're aware or not, but gas is up to 325 a gallon now. Yeah, so It's over seven in California. My mom was yeah, telling well, me how much yeah. it went up over a couple of days. It actually, yeah, in two days it went up. It went up sixteen cents, literally, yeah. just like man. And I'm like, fuck. So we're at the point now where we have to make the decision whether or not it's worth sending Nevermore to work, because gas is so high that she'll only be working to earn gas, gas money, money. And, and that's just not fucking worth it. Um. And uh, so you know, I mean, it's just. <sighs> The fucking inflation, the price of beef has gone stupid. Um, the price of pork is going up. Chicken is still affordable, but twice as expensive as it was this time last year. I mean, it's bullshit. Yeah. And there's there's no le- there's no legitimate reason for this to happen. Yeah, there is. From a from a state. Well, wait, no, no, let me say <laughs> from a standpoint of availability in the market, there's no legitimate reason for this to happen. The only reason this has happened is because uh, of that illegitimate piece of crap shitting his diaper in the White House. I was so going to say not elected. This is the problem is all his. I mean, <laughs> the motherfucker, the first thing he did the first three days he was was in office is reverse every single executive order Trump wrote whether or not you're a trump supporter that was the dumbest shit you ever could have done to this country and and i was filling up the gas tank the other day and feeling like god damn i mean i don't even get a reach around and they put fucking sand in the vaseline (laughs) i mean enough is enough yeah somebody needs to get that fucking piece of shit out of the white house well all of this is just seasonal all of it is just seasonal. yeah i've seen where uh they asked They, they asked they asked Biden when uh, gas prices were coming down, and I'm like, wait, I thought the president didn't have a say-so in gas prices. Now, all of a sudden, you're asking him when gas prices come down? Isn't that a little contradictory in of itself if he doesn't have anything to do with fucking gas prices, and you're asking him when gas prices are coming down? Well, look, he's begging OPEC of- to drill more oil that... Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I got to halt everything. So we're sitting here what? listening to JJ and Sergeant Wardog goes, <laughs> Sergeant Wardog goes, JJ and Nevermore are a couple. I go, yes, sir. No shit. Never <laughs> fucking knew. Two years later, I learned this. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
what was it now? Eight. Uh, so, so five years ago. Yep. A week after Trump was elected, I went to the pump, and for the first time since owning the vehicle, filled my gas tank in my pickup truck, twenty-one gallons, for forty-three dollars, less than sixty dollars. And I was like, holy shit, I just filled my truck for 40 bucks, right? And that happened for four years. Yeah. And then overnight, overnight, prices started increasing. It is now a dollar and 30 cents more per gallon in North Carolina than it was a year ago in the height of the COVID lockdowns when gas prices were up. Right. Because nobody was buying gas because everybody was fucking locked down. Well, it's funny you say that me and another person were up looking at exchange rates over the last six years, uh, a couple months ago. And the night, the night that Biden got presidency at midnight before that, the fucking exchange for USD dropped so fucking far that you had to scroll down the graph. You tell me why the fuck that happened. It was pretty steady for the for the Trump's administration. It was pretty steady. There was a couple fluctuations that went really far down or really high up. But for the most part, it was pretty steady. And then that night at midnight, like literally on the second, it went so far down, we had to scroll down to see what the exchange rate was. How much fucking sense does that <laughs> Well, I mean, honestly, at this point, even if you're a liberal who voted for him, the only thing, the only correct conclusion looking at the actual evidence is that Joe Biden took office with the sole intent of destroying the American society. And he's doing it. You know what's funny about that? So I've been posting... And I've actually slowed down on posting because it's not as fun anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because because my brother, everything I used to post, he would argue with me. It would start a debate. He would tell me why I was wrong, why he was right. And all of a sudden, it's like I put all these facts out there and he can't dispute it. He can't be like, yeah. well, that's not actually true because he knows that it is. So honestly, it's not as much fun to post anymore because yeah. – it doesn't spark like anything. I noticed that not too long ago. <laughs> like, like honestly, even my latest post where I said the Hatch Act no longer applies, the Johnson Amendment no longer applies, <laughs> and the mask mandates no longer apply. Even yeah. that. It's funny. You can't argue. <laughs> well, that's that's like on my page. Nobody argues with me about anything I post anymore. Have you noticed that? At all. Yep. Nobody has argued with me for, God, I don't know how long now. And I'm like, I'm sorry I, that you can't argue with me, but facts are facts. <laughs> right. It's like. My uh, my page admin on PTS Dog, who I had to fire uh, when I did that video, um, was arguing with me. Because I never unfriended him. I had to fire him and block him from the page because he was mocking everything. And it's just not appropriate. But uh he was arguing with me and arguing with me and arguing with me. And I finally said, the vaccines are deadly. And he goes, prove it. 
I posted a link to VAERS and said, read it for yourself, government source. <laughs> right? Or, ha stopped or, or, or how about the YouTube video of the FDA public meeting where Steve oh, Kerr? This was three weeks ago before the YouTube video with the FDA I, where they I, said, I, I we were misinformed about how deadly the <laughs> Pfizer vaccine yeah. actually is. 150,000 reported yeah. during the quote-unquote well, first and, test trial, which but isn't no, over, hey, but that's what out. they check said. Check this out, though, Bo. Here's what you're missing. Go to the VAERS website, and it says only 64,000 people have died of the vaccines. Now, I've seen that. Now, here's the thing. About three, two and a half or three weeks ago, the numbers went from almost 300,000 to 64, and that number has not changed. They figured the well, government you know figured what's out funny. that you know what's funny the about this, out right? That we were reading it and going, wait a minute, this isn't right. This isn't what you're saying. This is dangerous. The, the funny vaccine, thing, even if the number they stopped it is the vaccine, the COVID vaccines have killed more people than all vaccines since the invention of vaccines. The funny and, thing, but it's is, not dangerous. The funny thing is, all that's public record, right? But let's pull a blood pressure pill from the market because four people got sick due to a cancer-causing ingredient. Literally seven just happened died. this week. Seven people died from the H1N1, swine, swine flu virus. Yep. Seven people died, and they pulled all the – they pulled yep. the, the trials. They yep. pulled it. And you know what? The media and the government keep saying that uh, the, the uh, vaccines are fully uh, are fully cleared by the FDA. They're approved. No, no, they not. have been approved for emergency, emergency. use yep. during the testing phase. They are not approved. They are simply approved for emergency use. I don't These know. Are deadly. I don't remember if I put it up or not on my page, but there was an article that came out and said that Pfizer had a contract essentially for, I believe it was Brazil to vaccinate all of Brazil and test the long-term effects from the COVID vaccine. And I'm like, wait, wait, whoa, wait, wait, you just said it was completely safe and you didn't have to do any further testing yet. You are admitting vaccinating an entire country's population to see what the long-term effects are. That goes against everything that you put out there to date, like literally. But anyway, if you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't, don't. I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not here to, you know, tell you do or don't. That's not what we're here doing. We're just, we're just bullshitting. It's I'm going to tell you it's your decision, but I yeah. wouldn't do it because yeah, it's not. deadly. Yeah. You know what? I don't have heart problems. The vaccine causes heart problems. I'm almost 50 years old. I have the heart of a 20-year-old athlete. Well, my I, aunt Why had, would I want to put that at risk? I don't know if I said it here on air, and if I did, I'm sorry, listeners, but my aunt has two blood clots, one in each lung, and she just got them a few weeks ago. And the doctor said, "Do you have you gotten COVID vaccinated? And she said, no. And she said, well, I'm not saying do or don't, but it causes blood clots, and I would highly advise you against that right now. Look, so I have a friend and she wouldn't who, look, she wouldn't look at my mom or aunt when she told her this. So, yeah. Yeah. I have a friend who never, or not, never more. And I swore into the United States army who is 23. 
who, before they dropped the mandates, being a good soldier, and it was her it was her decision. She made of her own free will. She got the vaccinations. She had double pneumonia. Yeah. But now this young lady weighed like ninety seven pounds when she joined. She became a power lifter, so she you know weighed. I mean, super fit, active duty, in the army, power lifter. You know, she probably weighs in at about 120 pounds with all the bulk she's built on. She's super. You can't get more healthy than this young lady. You we'll cannot. have to speed it up a little bit. OK, you can't get more healthy than this young lady. Double pneumonia, blood clots in her lungs and suffering from continuing health issues directly related to the vaccine. Oh, but it's safe. She's going to end up disabled because she took that damn shot. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, there's a yeah, and yeah. yeah. Anyway, we need we need to hurry up and get through everybody's week. <laughs> Sorry. So we Sorry. can get to the news. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> War dog, how was your week? Great, man. Fucking outstanding, bro. Uh, with the exception of. You know, uh, the normal uh, pains that Oink and I are, you know, always dealing with. Uh, everything's been great, man. Just, uh, you know, the normal VA appointments, et cetera, et cetera. Good, good. Oink, I'm sorry that you've not really got to speak this that much this show. <laughs> that it's all good. brother. <laughs> My week uh, fucking sucked. My give a fuck factor reached its max peak, and uh, I wrote a nice little email to the primary care team here on base, which Very nice actually... One. Yeah, which actually opened up their fucking eyes and got some shit rolling finally. So uh, sometimes, you know, like I said, it takes that fucking wow factor to open their fucking eyes. And that's what happened this week. And uh, like I said, now we're actually having some shit happening. So that's a good thing. Sometimes you have to go to the to the big dog sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like I said, I, I, I started small, started with the team. We know where it's going to be. And then I told him, I said, if, you, you know, results don't happen, shit is going to you know, progress higher up. So, yeah, that's what happened this week. We well, got shit taken care of. Well, hopefully <laughs> it keeps going forward and you don't get side swiped and swipe your nose swiping, you know, door at the floor. Um, <laughs> God. Uh, oh, Giggle, That's how pretty about, good. Giggle, how about <laughs> your week? Um, it has been a very long one. Ooh. I'm less than excited. So on Tuesday, here's your puppy update um, of the the week, which we haven't done in a while because he hasn't been to the vet in like what three weeks? Yeah. yeah. So this past Tuesday, he had to go back to the vet, and um. It sucks because, like, okay, so it's good that he went. I was going to say it sucks, but it doesn't. Right. So last time we had decreased his prednisone by just five milligrams to see where he'd be at. And um, unfortunately, his platelet count dropped by almost 100,000. So that tells us that this is his immune system doing it. It's not like infection or disease related ITP. So that really fucking sucks, which means he's got to be on meds the rest of his life. 
life. Um, of course, that also brings other questions. Like one of the things that we had talked about with the vet before is because of the IPTP, um, any vaccinations are not recommended, such as rabies, parvo, like all of those dog mm -hmm. vaccines that they would normally get, not recommended. Right. And I'm like, so I don't know, like, don't we have to show a rabies to get them registered? I'm pretty sure. If they have a medical issue, I think they can do something. It's depending on the the state, but I'm pretty sure they can basically give them a, a write-off. Medical exemption? A, yeah, there you go. Medical exemption. That's the fucking term I was looking for that my <laughs> dumbass couldn't figure out. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm okay. shooting for now because of this whole <laughs> executive order to being a federal employee and I my know, current right? health with issues. Fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, with my current health issues and shit that I've been through the last year, right now, as of today's date, the only shot that I can get is the Johnson & Johnson one, the one jab. And that motherfucker is the one that's causing blood clots. Oh, yeah. just give it to a guy that has circulatory issues, you fucking idiots. So, um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> J JJ had to leave because his battery was about to shit, he said. I got a bell. Um, <laughs> but in his own words, please go to Watai, that's W-A-H-T-I-E, woodturning.com. He needs Christmas orders and everything he's turned on his site is 15% off until November 19th. Again, that's whatiwoodturning.com. We'll have a link in the description. Oink will send it here in chat in just a bit. And uh, he needs Christmas orders. So if you're looking for that perfect personalized gift uh, and you want to help a veteran on business, please go to whatiwoodturning.com. Beautiful fucking works of art. You cannot go wrong with anything that comes out of that man's. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say something. But never, I was going to say something, but never mind. You can't. Yeah, you got to be careful. You talk mm. about things coming out of a man's. Whatever, you know, yeah. whatever you about to say. Yeah, I, you had me on the edge of my seat. God damn. <laughs> you, uh, you will love anything that comes off of his lathe out of his shop. How's that? <laughs> Oh boy. Did I save myself? So, I hope so. Yeah. So, so <laughs> God. Damn. So yeah, so Tuesday was a sucky day for. And of course, Six is on the road, so he couldn't go with me to get this news. Did he even oh. talk to SRP? Because I never heard from SRP, so I didn't, you know, bother. I don't even I, know. Yeah, what the fuck, Six? <laughs> I don't know. I figured that he would have, like, gotten back to you guys on whether or not. Yeah, he, he didn't even call me. I, I was ex I, I literally was waiting for a call because I was like, okay, he'll call me. Never fucking called me of all the fucking times. <laughs> fucking dick yeah, bag. Yeah, no idea. No idea. <laughs> No clue. And, um, but I had Jada go with me. And then the other thing is, um, because his platelet count had gone back down, his anemia level is back down to 29% also, which is borderline of needing a blood transfusion. And in my bio class, we were talking about like blood types and shit for people. So then I did some research and I discovered that dogs have like, more than eight different blood types and they can only have a transfusion that is not of their blood once with without severe risk once it once they have one one time then their body is like primed and will attack whatever blood comes into their body that is not a match 
for that for theirs and I'm like oh great that's fantastic so now my dog may or may not at some point in time need a blood transfusion but I need to be really careful about this because you can receive only one (laughs) right yeah I'm like oh man (laughs) talk about a fucking dd dog (laughs) I know he's it (laughs) oh my god last night I went to get ashen at a (laughs) show He decided he was not going to go inside. He was on the one side of the Kwanzaa hut where we have like a drainage ditch and, and he'll, he'll go, he'll walk in the ditch to graze (laughs) on the other (laughs) side. And I told him it was time to go inside and he goes, Nope, it's not happening. So he gets on the other side, right next to the Kwanzaa hut. I'm like, great. Now I've got to jump the ditch. (laughs) <laughs> like this fucker <laughs> dv dog like, to go with the dv horse i mean yeah <laughs> it's crazy i'm like you know so this week has been uh well tuesday was the obviously the suckiest day but at least he's eating and drinking and doing all that stuff again true but we need to hurry up and sucks. turn him into Mr. Ed on the DV farm. <laughs> oh no, Google. Mm-hmm. Not today. Pretty much. Hey, did everyone watch the video that I posted of him on the farm page? Like way back when? Like bird, last week? The bird feeder one? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, I know, but I was wondering if people that are listening had a chance to watch the video. Oh, well... We've got our regulars in here tonight, is, so hopefully they did. Right. Um, Sir, did that. you see that? I know, right? Did you see that video? Uh, no, no, I didn't get link. a chance to. I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll send you. All right. I got you. You need to start your news. You big dummy. And now it's time to find out what stupid junk is in the news. I know. All right. We'll be fast. So um, (laughs) this one, I heard this one today and I was like, oh, my God, fucking ridiculous people. New York woman sues Kellogg's for five million dollars for misleading customers by bulking out its strawberry pop tart with pear and apple. So apparently the strawberry, the strawberry pop tarts don't contain a lot of strawberry and so it's what misleading people i mean if you read the fucking contents it's it not would tell misleading. you exactly what's in it yeah yeah <laughs> reading's <laughs> hard it is it is very difficult and it's not the first time that the ingredients of strawberry pop tarts have come under scrutiny um a separate lawsuit filed back in August also alleges that the labels on strawberry Pop-Tarts are misleading because they give consumers the impression the fruit filling contains a greater relative and absolute amount of strawberries than it does. I was about to say this and then I read Recoil's message and it's literally verbatim what I was about to say. Recoil put in uh, our our news chat if you're eating Pop-Tarts for their health benefits you deserve to die of diabetes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... (laughs) I mean, the ingredient says, it says, contains 2% or less of wheat, starch, salt, dried strawberries, dried pears, and dried apples. Yeah. It says it on there. It doesn't say, and it doesn't even say that it contains more 
apples and pears than strawberry. So I don't know where she got that idea Well, from. going by their list and knowing how fucking ingredient lists work, if it's first, that's what it has the most of. The further right. down the list you go, the less of that ingredient that's in there. So it has more strawberries than apples and pears, bitch. <laughs> fucking dim-witted cunt. Yeah, I said cunt. I, I shouldn't have, but I did. Oh, oh. <laughs> he took it there live on air, baby. Fucking dumb bitch. <laughs> The the product's common or usual name of frosted strawberry toaster pastries is false, misleading, and deceptive because its filling contains a relatively significant amount of non-strawberry fruit ingredients, pears and apples, shown on the ingredient list as the lawsuit states. And I'm like... Look, be having been in the food industry as long as I was, if you made a straight up strawberry pop tart, you would absolutely fucking hate it. I know for a fact you would. You have to mix it with something else that's going to take that sourness down. Because strawberries, at the end of the day, when they're cooked, are sour. You cook yep. out all the sugar. You have to bring that natural flavor back some way. The only thing that probably is plausible, and I'm sure that Kellogg's has tested this fucking vigorously through the years it's probably pears and apples but what the fuck do i know having been a cook for oh i don't know all my fucking life fucking dumbass <laughs> know, bitch. Right? learn to read fucking ingredient labels you fuck twit <laughs> jesus fuck all american pop tart Maybe. flavor frosted strawberry that's what's the, that's what the comment is titled on kellogg's.com under strawberry oh, pop tarts oh my god that's great <laughs> Love it's, it. It's got apple pie in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I kill it's myself. so funny. It's like <laughs> it's just funny. I'm like, and like Rico said, like, do, are you eating it for the <laughs> for your health benefit? Like, no. I remember. Did, I guess this. I guess this woman never bakes. Let me tell you what. I was lucky to get pop tarts when i was growing up nine times out of ten it was pastry bread or whatever the fuck the low budget shit is called at the store i don't even fucking remember i very rarely got pop tarts i remember my mom got some one time by accident that were unfrosted those bitches didn't get eat you ever ate an unfrosted pop tart oh like oh my god <laughs> i remember i remember I wasn't allowed to have Pop-Tarts because they were unhealthy. <laughs> so so just the fact that I was not allowed to have Pop-Tarts when I was a kid because they were unhealthy means that this lady who is eating them for health reasons is a fucking potato. <laughs> like, like... It wasn't until I could go to the store and with my own money yep. buy food <laughs> that I got that I was able to get Pop Tarts because of, they were not on the on the healthy list. I remember when they started doing like chocolate and all that, and I wanted those so bad, but five dollars a box, we couldn't afford it. Like we right? couldn't afford it. <laughs> so the brown sugar ones are always. Still oh my, my god, brown sugar, cinnamon, <laughs> fucking orgasm in your mouth. Yeah. That's the fucking ticket right there. Fucking pop it in the toaster or fucking microwave for a few <laughs> seconds. Damn, son. <laughs> like no, you, I wouldn't even. 
would heat them up. I would eat them cold. You don't. You don't have to heat them up. But I'm telling you, you want to fucking feel an orgasm in your mouth if you've never experienced that from food. Fucking do that shit and get back to me and tell me you did not just have the best mouth orgasm in your entire like those mother. Oh, they've got. They even have fucking miniature like little fucking bites of pop tarts. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 like oh i just had a new oh another or oh 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 like holy shit let me tell you they're great they're like little pillows of orgasm <laughs> oh my goodness all right moving along <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome brad's place you've now heard a man say food gave him <laughs> orgasm in his mouth Oh, my goodness. So in Japan, there is an airline, a low-cost airline called Peach. Um, they are installing vending <laughs> machines. Wait, wait, War Dog, you've seen, you've seen the movie, I can't think of the name of it, where Snoop Dogg was an airline pilot, right? Of course, Soul the, Plane. Soul Plane. Look at that plane and tell me they didn't fucking rip that for that movie. Tell me that's the. Tell oh, me. <laughs> they had to, bro. They had to. Boy, I that thought that's what we were. I thought we were about to talk about Soul Plane in Japan when I seen the article. No, no. <laughs> so, Mister. So, um. <laughs> vending machine so i can't say the word so vending machines are big in japan and normally they just spend small toys novelty gears like all that stuff right well peach this airliner is swapping the toys for bundles of frequent flyer points to take you to a specific destination um like any lucky dip style vending machine where you go for your money is entirely random and that's the appeal peach decided where decides where you'll fly in this sense it's like an old style mystery flight the twist is in how the mystery flight is sold are you talking about the um, g word yeah good chaplain yeah but it's in japan it's it's a good chaplain that's how you say okay. it okay <laughs> I didn't know if it was like some weird name. It's it's not you know. Ori it's not Oreos, if that's what you're wondering. <laughs> like like it's one of it's one of the the few that looks like it's spelled. It's you you the like most Japanese people say gashapun, but you can say it the way it looks. Okay. Yay. Um <laughs> So, be so Peach is based in Osaka and installed the first Peach vending machine in that city's business district back in August, hoping to sell like maybe one seat a day. No, they've sold 3,000 seats already, up to 150 per day. God and I'm damn. like, that's crazy. That's insane. But you pay $44 and receive $53. Dude, they're upticking that. They're they're going to like go out of business if they don't stop that soon. <laughs> well, right. Um damn. And they the and then the prospective customer gets a piece of paper with a code written on it. It's all nicely packaged up in a purple capsule. Great. It, there we go with the purple pills. If if you want to know what it looks like, think of Wonder Balls from back in the day. That's what these look like. 
<laughs> Seriously, Wonder Balls were a thing. It was a chocolate. Yeah, right. It was a chocolate ball. You ate the chocolate. Then it was a plastic ball. And that's what it looks like. It looks like a Wonder Ball. There you go. So then the passenger um, goes onto the Peach website to book their flight. And that's, I think that's when they find out, right? Where mm -hmm. they're going. Yeah. yeah. So you're ba <laughs> you're basically like gambling on where the fuck you're flying to in the world for $44. Right. <laughs> right. And it's like, I don't Wait. know, because then I wouldn't be able to plan a vacation. Depending on the distance, it could be hit and miss, one person in the queue told the Japan Times. But it's kind of exciting to let the machine decide the location and travel there. I think this is a really interesting idea. That's the widest thing I've ever fucking heard from a Japanese person in my entire life. <laughs> well, Japanese are some pretty freaky people behind closed doors, folks. Just saying. Squid. If you've never been there. Just look up Japanese squid. <laughs> <laughs> Where dog knows what I'm talking about. I would fist oh, bump yeah. you, but but I can't. But I can't. <laughs> it's just crazy. So if you want a peach flight, you'll have to go to Japan. And I wonder, I wonder if Nicolas Cage gets any frequent flyer miles from there. He can eat peaches for hours. Oh my God. Face off. Yeah, pretty much. Face off. Face off. What? Look up look up Nicolas Cage peaches on YouTube after we get done, Google. I'm okay for right now. No, it's fucking hilarious because that's like his motto on the movie. I can eat peaches for hours. <laughs> right, moving along, um, there's a video of a Dutch football fan. And this is from the Daily Mail. So like the headline says it all. So young Dutch football fans go viral after they were caught carrying 48 pints of beer in one go during a top flight match in Holland. It's crazy. That's a lot of fucking beers. And he didn't spill any. 48 pints. No shit. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of fucking alcohol. And he did not spill any. That was definitely an Irishman or Scotsman. Definitely. <laughs> Tell me that's a fucking Dutchman, my ass. That was Irishman or Scotsman. Oh, man. He was at a Dutch football game. That's the only difference. <laughs> right? Although, well, I'm trying to read their names. Hold on. I've got to get away from my ad block. <laughs> <laughs> We see that you're using an ad blocker. <laughs> no shit. Oh, joy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to find the names that you're looking for. We're trying to say. Where's the first Well, because I can tell by the by the name itself. What? What yeah, do you want? This, no, this is definitely... Who, me? Go ahead. No, I'm talking to my mom. Okay. Good to go. <laughs> go ahead. This no, this is definitely a Dutch name. <laughs> Just because it's a Dutch name you. doesn't mean he's Dutch. No, no, I promise you. I've heard some <laughs> black people with white names, and they're definitely not white. We actually had a black kid named Frank, so that's one white ass name, if you oh, ask man. me. <laughs> Am I wrong, oh, War Dog? Wow. Am I wrong? 
Am I wrong? Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I, I would never say a name has a race. I wouldn't take it there, man. But shit. <laughs> oh, so, my yeah, God. 48 pints of beer. <laughs> not a single one dropped. Well, well, my Which ex, pretty cool. my ex told me we couldn't name my kid the name that I want to, and I'll I'll send it to you in a minute because it sounded too black, and I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> oh my second. goodness! I'll send it to you. Go ahead. All right, moving along. It's a good thing that War Dog is here for the, for these final two stories. Um, Halloween and Valentine's Day canceled at Michigan schools, but not because of COVID. So seven <laughs> elementary schools in Michigan are doing away with Halloween and Valentine's Day celebrations. Um, the East Lansing Public School District sent a letter to parents at the elementary schools informing them the holidays no longer will be observed due to equity and inclusion concerns. Several reasons were listed as to why Halloween will not be celebrated, including how some families do not feel comfortable with their children participating in the festivities. Um, one, one parent said, we have young children who become overwhelmed and sometimes frightened of the costumes than others who come to school with no costume at all. Oh, that's the school district itself. Each year, we also have families who either keep their children home or pick them up early from school on Halloween day. And I'm like, oh, why? As for Valentine's Day, the holiday can bring unintended consequences, mm. the school district said in its letter. The exchange of Valentine's can often lead to drama or teasing, the district said. While some students bring Valentine's, the exchange others do not, the letter stated. Some families and students do not feel comfortable with the idea of boys and girls exchanging Valentine's or participating in, cel in a celebration that focuses on Love. I'm gonna say the district it. noted. I'm gonna say it because I said it a hundred times. Kids aren't learn or aren't aren't born racist, and they don't know what the fuck it is. It's the parents. Mm -hmm. Secondly, they're fucking kids. Let them be kids. If they want to have Valentine's, let them have Valentine's. If they want to fucking have Halloween, let them have fucking Halloween. If a white kid wants to be Black Panther, let him fucking be Black Panther. If a black kid wants to be fucking Superman, let him be fucking Superman. They're fucking kids. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They need to fucking live because they're fucking goddamn kids. They're not fucking racist. Go fuck yourself, you little fucking school district, and your little fucking parents meeting Seattle Public School Elementary School bullshit. You fucking dickwad. Oh, we haven't even gotten there yet. Well, you fucking got me there already. All right, that did not sound right, but we're going to go ahead. <laughs> the district noted there would be disappointment with the change, but said it would offer alternative days during the school year to provide fun for students. I have not figured out yet what these alternative days are. Moving on to Seattle, they have also canceled Halloween in schools because of well, the Halloween parade anyway, because they say it has historically marginalized students of color. How is, how is having a Halloween day at school marginalizing anybody? Please explain that to me. Well, anybody. well, SPS officials said they have not received any complaints about the costume parades parade from families. Um, 
it's unclear which specific students were involved, why they so did not want to up. participate, or details the issues that occurred that led to the cancellation of the parade. This is according to the article that I'm reading from. School district officials and Principal Stanley Jascott declined to answer questions about the cancellation. Um, the district, in an email statement, said some students had requested to be isolated on campus while the event took place. The statement cited the district's unwavering commitment to students of color in announcing it was committed to supplanting the pumpkin parade with more inclusive and educational opportunities during the school day. Maybe they just didn't want to be around a bunch of fucking loud ass kids and they wanted to spend their day alone. You ever fucking think about that? I know I was that kid. I didn't want to fucking go out on fucking field day, fun day bullshit. I hated it. I absolutely fucking hated it. I didn't dress up on tie-dye day and fucking whatever else fucking day we had. I hated it. It was so fucking stupid to me. I was that kid that didn't want to fucking participate in the stupidity that was, oh boy, let's do this because it's fun. No, it wasn't fun for me. I wanted to learn science. Like, I didn't like dressing up when I was in older grades, maybe what like kindergarten or burst and shit, but like they're making something hey. big that isn't, you know, and it, here you go. Here you go, Bo. Lisa Rivera Smith, the Seattle school board member who represents the area the school is in, which is uh BF something. Um, anyway, said she wasn't aware of the issues the parade has caused for students of color, although she has not received any messages or calls from constituents about it. Rivera Smith said she could see how some students might not have the resources or can't afford to buy Halloween costumes, and that could be divisive. Okay, if you have a child in your class that can't buy a costume and you know it, I don't know. How about we help that child and that family get a fucking costume for Halloween instead of saying, oh, let's leave everybody out of it and not give anybody a chance to fucking participate. You fucking dimwit. That's racist. That's fucking racist. Every fucking word of that is fucking racist. Fuck her. She also said it's one thing to be responsive and another thing to be reactionary. It sounds like the school is being responsive. I appreciate the race and equity team took uh, team took it on and took steps to do what they thought was best. But like there's no actual complaint. Well, not only that, that's not a fucking recourse to anything because you're basically saying, well, since Joey can't afford it because he's black, nobody else can afford it. So that's why we're canceling it. Is that not racist? Is that not fucking racist in of it fucking self? I would say yes, but we'll go to War Dog for that. Oh, yeah. You don't even need to hear from my black ass. It's all rip. It's all rip, man. I mean, damn. I'm, I'm naming this in Sergeant War Dog's honor called You Don't Need to Hear from My Black Ass. And I'm going to Podbean right now to save that. And I, and, oh, man. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see the response when this goes up. Because it's getting called, you don't need to hear from my black ass. 
Please don't put me in it. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Let me find the podcast thing over here. Ooh, Episodes. Wow. Episode like, list. New episode. Put a cover over the front of it so we can be. He's offended. Missing context. That's you, what they'll say. Yeah. You right? don't need to Fact hear check. from my black ass. Save <laughs> as draft. All right. <laughs> I honestly I honestly think that that is the bigger racist racism issue that we have in this country right now. Assuming? It's, it's assumed. Yeah, yep. it's assumed. Well, we think that they might not be able to afford it. Yep. Just like, hey, war dog, do you have a driver's license? Ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew I knew she was going to say something like that. I knew it. I was I just wondering it. because I've been told that black people don't know where to get those. That's oh, actually, shit. For real. That is a thing. Damn. That is a literal thing. <laughs> that is a thing. Damn! I get you though. Yeah, you're right. I do. What I was know it? Some motherfuckers that I like that. I ain't gonna lie. Google. I do not. I think about it. Sure do. Google. Wasn't that? Line. Wasn't that one of the things on one of your posts that you made a few years ago about yeah, the black why, community? Right. As to why voter ID. Uh, voter so, ID. So the whole right. The whole question is: is voter IDs should it be allowed or should it not be allowed? And I'm like, if you're a citizen and you want to vote, show your fucking ID. It's not that difficult. Well, black people don't know where to get them. They yes. might not be able to make it there because yeah. they're working. Yeah. And I'm like. What? <laughs> that I'm that like, was a literal response. What if I'm working? To her post. Yeah, and like, and like, then wait, what if I'm working? Do I I get I need to take time off of my work, and then so the, I can go get my driver's license. Oh wait, did you know you can do it online? Apparently, War Dog, black people are not smart yeah. enough to figure that one out either. And then the justification for the answer was, I met in low poverty parts of the country, and I'm like, wait. So you're saying only low poverty black communities can't get driver's license and can't use the internet? That's literally what you just said. Like he was digging himself deeper into this fucking hole and never climbed out of it one fucking centimeter at all. Like it was bad. Like you want to talk fucking racism, man. I've never seen that's, something so racist in my life. But that's I think that that's the problem is yeah. everyone assumes that everything is racist because that's what they think yeah. and i'm like but it's not yeah you telling me that war dog can't vote because he can't figure out how to get an id that's fucking racist i'm sorry <laughs> it is well like, you know yeah i ain't gonna lie to y'all cuss them over for god they come at me about that one <laughs> and you know what 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 pisses me off even more about this school doing that and using that as an excuse there are so many organizations and groups and nonprofits and churches mm -hmm. and the list goes on that would be more than happy and fucking willing to say, we're going to sponsor the kids that can't afford a goddamn Halloween costume. So you don't have to be a fucking ignorant asshole and cancel it because of your racial prejudice, obviously, by saying that the less fortunate black people and Hispanic people can't afford a costume. So we're going to cancel Halloween this year. That's basically what you just said. I that think Flatline, I think I talked to Flatline and he was like, maybe that's what the president can do. He can send all the kids Halloween costumes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, like, oh man, that's pretty good. Like even I, as a, albeit I had no clue that we were fucking poor when I was growing up, we were scraping by and I still could afford a $2 costume. This was obviously back in the day when costumes were very fucking cheap, but I think somebody would be more than willing to step up to the plate and say, okay, you've got a hundred kids that need a Halloween costume. Tell me how many boys, how many girls and what is most needed and we'll fucking get it and make it happen. Instead, you got to have this racial bias and then say it's because of racial bigotry. Cause you said that without saying that that's what she said, right? She basically yep. said without saying that that's the cause. So fuck Lisa Rivera Smith and whomever else is a part of this bullshit. All of them. It's Seattle all after all. You know what? And I, I had some high hopes for Washington state too. Honestly, my sister and her husband, like they're not poor. They're not rich either. Um, but like they could afford a Halloween costume, but they felt it was more important for the kids to make their own. Yeah. That way it would, you know, like, add that little instead of a store-bought thing they're like why like i don't really want to spend money on that like i don't want to spend sixty dollars for you to wear a thing once when you can make your own for like 20 bucks and it'll still look just as good and my sister so so like she can help with that but like she even helped with my kids friends costumes you know like that's one of those things like she I mean, growing up, like, we didn't really celebrate Halloween. I was not allowed to go trick-or-treating because my parents didn't think that it made sense because we were not American. Did so then I always Wait. made excuses to go over to my friend's house <laughs> on Halloween. Wait, is it because you weren't American or because it was a pagan holiday? No, because, well, my parents didn't understand the reason for Halloween and the, like the history right. behind it and stuff. Uh, I was going to say if they use the Cause it's not something that, so like Halloween is not something we celebrate in the Netherlands or in England. It's, it's, it's something else. It's, it's not exactly Halloween, but it's something else. Right. Right. But we never really celebrated that either. So, um, what I was going to say is I love people that use that, um, excuse that it's uh, a pagan holiday so we can't celebrate it especially Christians and I'm like well you celebrate things like Christmas and New Year's Day and Easter and <laughs> Labor Day and Three Kings Day and St. John's Eve like those are all pagan fucking holidays right yeah no that was not the reason that we didn't okay. celebrate it okay that's good I'm, I'm proud of your family um, for that part we won't go we won't go down the fucking political because <laughs> me and google will be here all fucking day lambasting oh that <laughs> anyway that's what i mean like all of a sudden people are not commenting on my posts anymore that's all the news i have by the way oh well and we've got yeah. and war dog did you get a chance to look at that video Oh yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. He is fucking crazy. Oh, he yeah. really is. <laughs> All right. Um don't forget, please go to Watai Woodworking. Uh everything is uh 15% off now and until uh November 15th. Please go over there. Ask JJ what he can do for you. Cause he will nine times out of ten uh 
create just about anything that he's got the tools for. And he's not afraid to try if it's something he's never done, but he'll tell you, hey, I've never done this, so don't get mad at me. Um, don't forget DV Radio Store. It's dvradio.store. You can go over there and grab your DV gear. We got the Red Recovery t-shirt that is for the DV Farm. All but $1 goes to the DV Farm at the end of the month if we make at least $100. We still got the DV against DV merchandise, and uh, we're looking at giving the proceeds to certain places like uh, Vets for Child Rescue, our uh, Underground Rescue things of that nature once again it hits at least a hundred dollars because i don't want to send them a fifty dollar thing from us and be like hey we raised fifty dollars i want to i want to do more than that at a time uh because that's just a fucking taxation nightmare at the end of the year (laughs) (laughs) trust me google's laughing for a reason and it's not because it's funny it's because it's true (laughs) um Don't forget, smile.amazon.com. Make DV Farm your charity choice. Portion of your shopping cart purchase goes directly to the DV Farm. No hidden fees or extra costs. And again, that's smile.amazon.com. Make DV Farm your charity choice. If you'd like to donate directly, you can go to dvfarm.org. If you scroll all the way down, you'll see a nice little picture of DV6 and Gabby Sue that I added up there. It's so cute. Anyway, you can click on... <laughs> Anyway, you can click on the donate tab. You can give directly one time without a PayPal account. But if you give monthly, you must have a PayPal account. That is not the terms and conditions of DV Farm or any part of DV. That is all PayPal. You can also give through StreamLabsCharity.com. If you are a streamer, you can go over there and create an account and you can raise make fundraisers and raise money for us through there. 100% of those proceeds through stream of charities goes directly to the DV farm. I need to go over there and check out if we've gotten any fundraisers lately. Uh, Cause the last time I checked, it was around three grand, give or take. So thank you to all the streamers for doing that for us. Also fundraisers on Facebook and wherever else. Thank you so much. Please continue doing that. And I'm going to be the one that says, if you're going to do it, go big. Don't do like a hundred dollars, do like a thousand, two thousand. If you don't make it, that's okay. But at least people know that you were wanting to get more than $5. And I'm not saying $5 don't help. I'm just saying, if you're going to ask people for money, go big, like really big. Um, but thank you. Seriously. Thank you all for that. Um, while you're doing your shopping online, also check if those stores give to charities if they do just type in dv farm comma inc inc and nine times out of ten it'll pop up if it doesn't contact myself or google and we'll find out why it's not coming up and we'll try to get that done for you that's Um, cool for contact bow not google okay contact me because google will probably be (laughs) on campus and ask me to do it anyway the next day um Like, like no shit. Half the accounts we got now is because of me. Oh man! Because Google's like, "Hey, Bo, can you do something for me?" What is it now, goddammit? Bo, Bo, I know you're busy, but yeah. She called me one time because I didn't answer Messenger, and she called the called the phone. And I called her back and I said, what's up? Everything all right? And she was like, no, I, I sent you a message on, message on Messenger and you didn't answer her. And I, and I didn't know if you were getting it or not. And I was like, I was sort of kind of using the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, okay. Well, 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 but I do remember that was the time when, 
your messenger was all fucked yeah. up anyway. Yeah. So it was like one message you would get and then you wouldn't get one. I'm like, oh, speaking of that, last night I'm talking. Last night I'm talking to a friend that I haven't talked to in forever, and they're sending me voice messages, and I'm listening to the voice messages, and I'm and I'm responding. Well, I click on a voice message and I start responding while I'm listening to it. Everything goes blank on Messenger except for the little, the, the, the bubble, right? The chat bubble. And I'm like, okay, that's odd. So I minimize it and I open it back up and it's still blank. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I go to my main messages and they're all there. And I click on, I think it's recoils or hose chat or something like that. And it's blank. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I restart my tablet. It does the same thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? This has never happened, like ever. So I go into the Google Play Store, go to Facebook Messenger. Sure enough, it needs to be fucking updated. And Facebook never told me the past week they had a fucking update. So I had to sit there and wait for it to update. And then they're thinking that I'm ignoring them. And I'm like, no, Messenger needed an update. And I could not read nor see nor hear anything that was going on. So thank you, Facebook. Uh, no one told me. Right. <laughs> Fucking hell. This is my goddamn life. Anyway, Sergeant Wardog, any last words for our listeners tonight? Yes. Um, <clears throat> on a serious note, as far as uh, PTSD or any mental health concerns, never be ashamed to use the veteran crisis line. All right. I've had uh, a few incidences myself where I almost, you know, used a permanent solution to a temporary problem uh until i was able to get the type of help that's offered by the uh veterans crisis line so please anyone you find yourself in that position where all your options lead you to think that you know you don't deserve to live anymore do not be afraid to reach out to the veterans crisis line definitely and i know that we've talked about all these crisis hotlines before and we talked about the negatives but they are a resource that anybody can use at any time and it's there. We encourage you to use it. We're not negating the fact that it does help people. Uh, so use it if you need to. Oik, you want to talk about other resources and your last words for this evening? Of course. Uh, another great resource out there for everyone to use is uh, objectivezero.org. They also have free apps for your Android and iOS devices. And I highly recommend checking them out because uh, great Great list of resources they have on their backside of their page that uh, I've obviously listed the DV Farm is one of them, but uh, there's there's just tons of folks out there that do care. So continue to check on your brothers and sisters and see how they're doing. Yes, and objectivezero.org is also available on your computer, so you do not have to have a mobile device. If you do not want to use your mobile device, you can go directly to their website and you can use it on your computer. Make an account. You can be completely anonymous. You can choose whomever you want that you want. Whether you're male, female, served in Air Force, Army, Marines, Coast Guard, Navy, whatever. You can nine times out of ten get who you want to speak with. Um, and it's just like using Zoom, Skype, all that stuff. You can chat. You can video chat. You can text, whatever. And it's all through Objective Zero. You don't have to go through anything else. If you want to be an ambassador, you can take their training. If you don't want to be an ambassador, but you do want to help people, you can also take their training. Um, and yeah, they're just, they're just fucking great. We've been with them since before they got up and running. And if there's one organization we can adamantly 
testify, does what they say, and is a huge, huge, I hate using this term, godsend. Um, it's, it's objective zero, honestly, truthfully. Uh, before I go to Google, huge fucking shout out to uh, Brad Borders from... He was on the Woody and Wilcox show yesterday, which or day before yesterday, right? That's Thursday. Wednesday Thursday, or Thursday, I believe. Thursday, because my birthday. Uh, <laughs> my brother's birthday was Thursday. Um, yeah, uh, huge shout out to him. He fucked up who DV Radio is, but I think we 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 straightened that out. He gave us a shout out on there. <laughs> um, if you don't know Woody from Woody and Wilcox, as well as Brad Borders from Purple Heart Homes, participated in the Take That Hill event that they had today. Actually, uh, DV Radio raised the last uh, few hundred dollars for uh brad to be sponsored which got him to a thousand dollars i don't know if he went over that um my mom's asleep now she's nowhere nearby and i purchased a a flag so they could go take it up the hill and back down for her because she's been my caregiver all through all this bullshit that i've had going on for the last decade um and uh yeah they done that today and i can't wait to have them on to talk about that and we'll we'll see if we can get woody on if not Woody and Wilcox on, I, I don't know how that'll go, but we'll try uh, <laughs> to get them on here at some point. Um, and I'm definitely getting me one of those hatchets or axes, which or I might end up getting both of them from, uh, where is it? <laughs> it's not from Purple Heart Homes. They're doing it in honor of Purple Heart Homes. I forget who the actual place it makes them. They're, they're in Illinois somewhere. Yeah, but it's it's the place. It's for, yeah. It's for... It is for Purple Heart Homes. Yeah, 25% yeah. <laughs> of, of each sale goes back to them. <laughs> I'm bad at this with them. Like, that's the only organization I adamantly fuck up every fucking time. It never fails. Um, it is from Hardcore Hammers. Uh, they have uh, yes. their survivalist hatchet. They have the Blunt Force Hammer. They had the original uh, Hammer uh, Axe as well. Um, and they have a, uh, a, uh, oh my God, it's to check your tires. Fuck. Brad calls a it billy a billy club. club. He calls it a yeah. billy club. Yeah. Fuck. It's basically to check the, the tire, tire thumper. Tire thumper. Yep. There you go. How the fuck did I not get that right? Like what the fuck? <laughs> like, I mean, I'm just on the site. So. Shut up. <laughs> That's the only reason I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Leave me alone. Um they they have two axes slash hatchets. They have two of the hammers and they had the tire thumper. Um which again Brad calls Billy Clump, which is fucking hilarious. Um and like I said, I'm definitely getting the raptor axe and that survivalist hatchet. I don't care what anybody says. It's my money. I'll do with it what I want. <laughs> JG Whitworth. Anyway, um, <laughs> we are not. Joy. We are not supported in any way, shape, or form by JG Wentworth. All right, that I just put that on fucking. I was look, look, 
Look, I was watching In the Heat of the Night earlier because I love <laughs> 70s and oh, 80s television shows. Shit. In the heat. Anyway, I was watching that. And when it took an ad break, fucking J.G. Wentworth, the first one I've ever seen on a Roku channel ever played. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. And, I, and I've had this TV since I got in here in my room when the VA built it. And I'm like, whoa, that's. That's new. Like I didn't expect it. It made up. It made up for the stupid oh, Johnson. It made up for the stupid Johnson and Johnson innovative future technology curing cancer bullshit that they can go fuck themselves with. Nope, give you cancer. Look at their talcum powder. Anyway, um, <laughs> true statement. Uh. Google last thoughts. Google, last thought. I know. I was taking a <laughs> breath. That was a long-ass breath. <laughs> um, just, you know, have a good week and all that shit. I'll, t- I'll take Oink's words. Stay safe out there. <laughs> oh, so I got I to gotta do this for the black-ass title. <laughs> I, I got, so I'll go over there to look at it and it just says you don't need to hear from my black and I'm like I put black ass I know for a fact I do <laughs> so I type in ass and, I type in ass and save it as a draft again and again it says you don't need to hear from my black and I'm like oh so they're censoring the fucking word so now it says That's what I said. so now it says you don't need to hear from my black a money sign money sign so <laughs> that's what's up, man. That's what's that's up. great. They they will they will censor ass, but they won't censor hooker. <laughs> oh jeez. I you know I'm at a complete loss with that one. And and I, and you know the last time we had Jason on here and and he was an actual guest not a host, I put we did nut see that coming, you know the whole nut and coming and innuendos there, they didn't you know hurt that one, marriage meth and mental institutions they didn't censor meth there like, are we are we choosing that's a normal right word those are normal words Bo those are acceptable. Well, I was talking about a black donkey ass. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Ass is incorrect. No, it's tra- not polite. You know, donkey. You know that kind of donkey. <laughs> what you fucking want from me? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We need, I was going to say, I've got to go talk in the horsey. Yeah, we need to end this show. I'm going to end with the Spartan Pledge, followed by the Astro for tonight. If you've not heard the Spartan Pledge, please stay tuned and listen to it. It's very powerful. We've done it with Boone Cutler. Uh, hopefully, we can get Boone here on the show sometime in the future. I need to talk with his team and all. And He's been really busy through COVID, believe it or not. God damn, that man's been fucking hauling ass. Um, but uh, thank you all for listening tonight. I do hope you enjoyed it. I am sorry that we went on like a 30 minute, 40 minute fucking rant about racism. I did not expect it to go that fucking long. 
I even apologize to Sergeant Warnock. So um, I do hope you did have fun. I hope you did learn something. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, feedback, something you want to hear here on DV Radio, let us know in the comments or email us at info at dvradio.net or oink at dvradio.net. For JJ, who had to bounce earlier, Sergeant Wardog, Oink, and Google, I'm Bonerwood. You just heard Barrett's talk right here on dvradio.net. WDVR until next week. Buttsicles. Bye-bye. Okay, listen up. Before we start this, understand what it is. The Spartan Pledge is a battle drill. It's what to do when you don't know what to do. Remember that. I will be the last to fall. Two things every warfighter needs. I won't shed a tear for them to see. Is a battle buddy and a mission. I won't have your name to call. I will be the last to fall. Repeat after me. I will not take my own life by my own hand. I will not take my own life by my own hand. Until I talk to my battle buddy first. Until I talk to my battle buddy first. My mission. My mission. Is to find a mission. Is to find a mission. To help my warfighter family. To help my warfighter family. Thank you. You've now taken the Spartan Pledge. Don't let it die here. You are now authorized to go and tell other people, other warfighters. You don't take it for yourself, you take it for them. It's an agreement so they know where to go when they're having problems. Take this, go give it to others. All the way. Make it happen. Give it to others. Make it happen. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter.